The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Now, as you will well know at this stage, to mark the centenary of the foundation of the state, we have been trying to identify Ireland's greatest moment, the most significant moment over the last 100 years of our history. And we have come up with a short list of 20 and we want you to go to the News Talk website, newstalk.com, to vote on what you think is the standout moment on that short list. It goes without saying that the list includes the signing of the Good Friday Agreement, one of the architects of that agreement. I'm delighted to say Bertie Ahern, former Taoiseach, joins me now. Bertie, you're very welcome uh, to the show. I mean, b- before we talk about all of that, I- I'm just I'm conscious of, of kind of politics here in the UK being the, the big story of the day. And I want your take on it. I mean, what is your assessment of where the Conservative Party find themselves looking forward to a leader, leader possibly backwards to an old leader? Yeah, I, I assume that they want to, to see this you know, put to bed as quickly as possible. Um, and they want to not put it to bed just to, to have more problems. I mean, it, it, I think in any political strategy that, you know, a big party and a famous party like the Tories would be, would be to, to get it right this time and get stability for two years. And the next election is in a two-year period. That's a short time scale. Um, and they have to get a new leader in place, and you know, presumably they probably leave the chancellor where he is, and they probably reshuffle again. I mean, they, they. I think the difficulty here on that they've made just leave the leaders aside now because that'll go on for next week. But mm. e- each time that they've changed since Theresa May has left, um, it has been winner takes all, and the winner has put uh, into all of the key positions, if not all the positions, the people who supported them, regardless of their capacity or capabilities for senior office. Uh, and that has, uh, you know, created enormous difficulties for them. You don't have to be a political analyst to, to see to see that. So I think whoever comes in, wh- whether it, it is Richie or Penny, um, I can't say Boris, but anyway, you never know. But if it's Richie or Penny that they that they you know, put together a team that's going to be there for two years and, and try and get stability. So it, 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 it's the question for them is, do they do they win the next election? That seems highly unlikely. Or did they lose the election by a country mile in Irish terms and lose 200 seats? So um, stability seems to be the name of the game and they should be putting their best people in. Uh, I, I know a, a large amount of the, not a large amount, but I know um, a considerable amount of MPs um, in Britain, who who were extremely good, but I hardly know anybody that's in the cabinet. And they're all on the backbenches, and there's because they were Brexiteers, um, or the Remainers, and and they they were kicked out because of that. And um, if you didn't vote for 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 um, Liz, or you didn't vote for Boris, it didn't matter how good you were, you were dumped. I, I mean, it, there, there's a certain amount of enjoyment people take uh, in Ireland when this sort of chaos consumes British politics. But you keep using the word stability. It is in our interests economically to have a stable and prosperous Britain. And we haven't even mentioned the protocol. It's kind of gone off the boil a little bit or out of uh, off the radar because people are not talking about. But that issue remains utterly unresolved. Yeah, I mean, listen, uh, I, I, I don't blame people for taking some some satisfaction out of watching what's going on, but um, we, we have to be mindful of the importance of, of the British economy to us. Um, you know, a lot of our people are over there. Um, we do a huge amount of financial insurance, aviation, 
business, not to mind our food sector um, and our, you know, our drinks and meat sector, so many sectors, not to mind our, our ICT, our technology, information communication technology sector. So, you know, the, the stability and the, the strength of the British economy is a, is a huge knock-on effect to employment here uh, and to our ability to run a good economy. So um, while people can take a bit of crack at it, I understand, but <laughs> we, we have to be mindful that we, we, we need to see a, a functioning government. I mean, it's hard to believe, Kieran. I, I, I if you had asked me at the start of the year, if we were looking at the year ahead, to say that the, um, um, the, U, the United Kingdom's government would have four different chancellors four, in four consecutive months I mean, it's as bizarre as you get, but um, that's that's where we are. And I think the quicker that, the, that it comes to an end, the better. And at least then there's two years stability till till the next election, or maybe it'll be shorter. But the maximum it'll go will be it'll be two years. Uh, I mentioned the protocol, which brings us to the north, and that's the reason you aren't on today. Is as I said, we're trying to identify this great moment from Irish history. And of course, the Good Friday Agreement was going to make the shortest. I think a lot of people might be surprised if it doesn't come out on top of the list. People have to go to the website and vote for it if they think it it is deserving of that mantle. Um, I mean, peace in Northern Ireland as as legacies go is a difficult one to beat. I, I think the, the I, mean, I, I kind of still live it every day because I'm involved with, with so many groups and things and to, to do with the North. And, you know, I, I'm the first to say that there, there, it, it is, uh, as it was in the first day, a, a peace process. So by its very meaning, process means that there's still unfinished work and the people have to work together. Um, the, the reality is that we went through, you know, 50 years of people dying every day, you know, and, you know, for people of, a, of of my age or far younger would remember that the news every day was who was killed, what were the bombings, where were the shootings, you know, and, and as the figures tottered up and as political solutions were attempted and failed. Um, and then we managed to get, uh, and it wasn't done by one or two, it was a whole combination of people uh, with international help. Um, that managed to, to 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 get the Good Friday Agreement, and then its ongoing implementation. Um, on, on, I think we were going very well, quite frankly, and and you know my, my aspirations and objectives were being fulfilled. Um, up until Brexit, uh, Brexit has been a downer. It's been damaging. It's been bad for. It's been bad for Britain. I mean, all these difficulties in Britain at the moment stem from from the madness of that vote. But anyway, um, I, at least I, I feel kind of satisfied because mm-hmm. I went to the north and I went to England and went to Wales and Scotland during those two years before and said this. And but anyway, nobody nobody listened too much except <laughs> in the north. But it, it it is it has created all problems for us. And imagine, Kieran, the difficulty we have now. Um, with the institutions in the North, it has nothing to do with the peace, it's nothing to do with Catholic Protestant, it's nothing to do with Unionists or Loyalists or, you know, Nationalists or Republicans. It's, it's nothing to do with all the problems that we had over the years. It's to do with a trading issue that is absolutely um, related to the decision of the British people, um, and particularly the English people, uh, in that vote in, in 2016. Um, it's the annoying bit, but I think in the in in the words of the great and late James Mallon, um, uh, you know, you 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 have to try and keep on uh, promoting and working for solutions that work for everybody, uh, and I think that's what we have to do. And hopefully, 
hopefully we'll get whoever is the British leadership and whoever takes up the positions, whether it's the same or they're changed, that their people will listen and we'll try and find a solution mm-hmm. to this and that we can on running our, our little island of 7 million people peacefully and, and in harmony. And uh, were that to happen, I mean, were the next British leader uh, able to, to, to manage the reformation of the Assembly and get everything back going there? I mean, it begs the question as to what the Assembly should look like in the future. And I've spoken to you about this before and how kind of sacrosanct the Good Friday Agreement is in people's minds. But as you say, even you as one of the authors and architects of it acknowledge it is a process and it is something that will evolve over time. Like, have we reached the point where there is a necessary evolution in Northern politics, that we move away from an assembly to a parliament with a government and an opposition? I, I think, you know, what, whatever happens, I, I, I've, you know, you and I have talked about this and I, I think we agree Um uh, if the institutions were up and running now, I think on the other side of the, of the 25th anniversary, uh, there is a g- good grounds for using the clause that is in the agreement uh, to have a review. And there are several parties have issues that they would like to discuss. I mean, it, it, it is something that I'm sad about that 25 years on that we haven't got to the position where we kind of have a government and opposition like you would have in most democratic countries even countries that might be a little bit dodgy democratic, um, <laughs> but at least you get a government opposition. Um, we're not at that uh, did stage. You think, sorry, sorry to interrupt you, but did, did, did you think we would? I mean, at the time, had I asked you in 1998... Oh, I would have said in, in 15 years or so, um, you, you right. would be moving to normality. Um, the reason that we haven't and can't is because we've had too much stop-go. And the, if, if you were trying to do that now, you would lose the ability to get the inclusivity of everyone working together. But into the future, I mean, normality should prevail. Uh, and, you know, it, it's, it's, a, it's a good, it certainly would be better having government opposition than total suspension and, 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 and nothing happening at all. Um, and it's not a good thing for the people of Northern Ireland that they have to go, you know, hand and glove to, the, to, to number 10. Uh, and beg for things that should be rightly, rightfully there. And that's what happens when you've no assembly. And in fairness to Northern politicians, uh, I think people would generally agree, during the pandemic, they did a good job. Um, you know, they managed to, to, to deal with their health issues and they, they managed to deal with um, their other difficulties and, and keep things taken over. Um, and then then we, we run into the problem of the institutes falling down over the protocol. So I think if we get that up and running, get, get a period of stability where we can deal with, with, with things and not be, you know, convoluting things into other areas like border poles and health and other things, just, just let's get stability uh, and let's get normality and let's get people working together. And then, you know, mm-hmm. there's no way that the Good Friday Agreement should stay to the last word as, as I signed it off with Tony Blair 25 years ago next April. And um, that would be unrealistic. But I do think, I do think we, we, the big effort should be now um, to get stability. And, and it is a crazy position, Kieran, that um, the American president and the administration, by and large, the, the British government, the Irish government, all the parties, except one, are ready to move forward. And yeah. I, I'm not going to start blaming that one party. Also say that we need to try and find a resolution to the problems that works for everyone and that we can move forward. Well, listen, if you think that the Good Friday Agreement signed, as Bertie says, in April 1998, uh, almost 25 years ago, was the 
greatest moment in Irish history. Go to newstalk.com and vote accordingly. Former Taoiseach Bertie Hearn. A pleasure as always, Bertie. Thanks a million for joining us. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.